0: It is time to chat with the Executive Vice President, CEO, and Director of Player Personnel for the Dallas Cowboys. at Stephen Jones here on 105.3 The Fan. And a good afternoon to you, sir. How the heck are you?
1: Good afternoon, guys. Just uh, kind of getting in the holiday spirit these days. And the uh, team's working hard and uh, focused on getting a win here on Sunday. What's yes, your favorite? sir.
2: What's your favorite holiday decoration? This is the first year I got a little train that runs around the Christmas tree. It's my favorite. What's your favorite decoration?
1: My favorite decoration? Probably, uh, that's a good question. It's Thank probably a, a, an ornament we picked up out in Jackson Hole, a, a Cowboy Santa. Oh,
3: there we go. <laughs> okay.
0: Cowboy Santa. Now, do you do something nice on in the yard there? Do you get all into it and, and decorate the house as well, or is it mostly on the inside, Stephen?
1: Well, my wife does an outstanding job. i am obviously got uh, very little say in it, but uh, she does a great job with all the lights. And then, uh, of course, in the house, we've got a couple of Christmas trees that uh, really make it festive. And, you know, when you have adult children and they're out of the house, you certainly look forward to getting everybody back home. And it would be great to uh, have them back next week.
2: Now, we're going to get to cowboy questions, and we're really going to grill you, but I have a follow-up on the Christmas lights. Are You you mean to tell me that Mrs. Jones is out there breaking out the ladder and climbing on the roof? You don't hire somebody to do the lights?
1: (laughs) No comment. I just give my wife all the credit. (laughs) Oh,
0: man, well played. That's a veteran of a happy life right there. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So historic rivalry revisited here this week, uh, Stephen. Uh, What matchup of Cowboys and and 49ers from the past is the most memorable one to you?
1: Well, obviously the one where we went to our first Super Bowl. We were playing out in Candlestick, and no one gave us much of a chance. We were a young football team, and I traveled out there in old Candlestick Park, and uh, you know playing the, uh, the mighty 49ers and I'll never forget the play when uh, when Troy hit Harper on the big big pass that pretty much uh, sealed the win for us down the home stretch and uh, certainly uh, the rest was history we won that game and it was uh, just a really big deal uh, in terms of uh, you know giving that young team the confidence that it needed to uh, uh, you know really make a great run there in the 90s and Uh, ultimately win uh, three Super Bowls. Of course, we had one letdown in there, Uh, you know, that third year when uh, Michael and Dion went at it and we lost that game. But uh, as you said, there's been some epic battles, certainly going back to the catch with with Dwight Clark and uh, when they beat the Cowboys, uh, you know, back when they were up and coming. So, uh, you know, it's just some great history there between the 49ers and the Cowboys and certainly look forward to having them here uh, this Sunday
2: so we were talking about that rivalry and some of the most memorable games earlier this week. And obviously the salary cap is a big part of balancing out the NFL, but outside of that, what would you cite as the biggest reason you guys haven't been able to get back?
1: You know, I just think, uh, you know, the more you're in this business, things have to fall right for you. And I think we've had, you know, a handful of teams that really had a chance, uh, you know, to get there under coach Parcells, uh, you no, know, certainly, uh, you know, had a year where we really felt like we had a a, a really good football team. We ended up, uh, you know, losing the game to the Seahawks on the, you know, on the on the snap, if you will, uh, that went awry, and we didn't get to kick the extra point there. And uh, so, or um, you know, there's just you know things that play in, and things don't go your way. I'll never forget it, out at Texas Stadium where we really thought we had the Giants' number that year. They went on to beat the Packers and go to the Super Bowl, but really felt like, uh, you know, at halftime, we really had that game in hand. And then they were able to, uh, you know, take advantage of a few uh, uh, a few tough situations for us, a few drop passes. And, you know, we didn't get first downs when we needed them, and, and we didn't get there either. So, you know, there's just been, uh, you know, I would equate it more than anything. It's just, uh, you know, hard to get these things pulled off. And, uh, you know, we've had some great players, great coaches, whether it's Coach Parcells, whether it's Wade Phillips, whether it's Jason Garrett, we've had some really good coaching, where we've had really good teams and really good players, and we just don't quite get there.
3: Well, Stephen, uh, I've gone on the radio several times now on our show, and I said I want to see pissed off Jerry. Is what I want to see, and is is that is that the right direction? You think? I mean, I, I I've you know working for you guys and stuff like that. When Jerry was pissed off things got done is that the direction that this team in the off season do we do we need to to have that going forward
1: yeah i think uh you know a lot of times you were you know you were there internally brian right so, you know you probably got to see it jerry you know we don't wear dirty laundry sure. or, you know who's who's uh who's leaning on somebody you know internally i don't think that's uh good for anybody but uh, i can tell you there's been some moments uh over the years and and this year where everybody understands that, uh, you know, we're not getting the job done. So, uh, uh, certainly we all understand that. I I certainly understand who you're talking about there. I've seen it many times. I've been, a, have been on the wrong end of it. I've, I've watched it happen. And so, uh, certainly it's effective, uh, you know, when you do that and, you know, he has high expectations, uh, as, you know, as he likes to say, I'm not getting any younger. So, uh, you know, he knows that uh, you know, every year that passes and uh you know, we don't get something done is a lost opportunity, especially you know, as far as he's concerned. He'll use that uh you know, Jerry and I mean Stephen and Will and a lot of this uh, group around here are young and you know, they've got they've got years to be involved, but uh I don't have as long as they have. So certainly it's a it's a big deal to him. Uh, you know, he's had a an amazing career, thirty years, Hall of Fame career. And uh, certainly won, uh, you know, has won three Super Bowls, which, uh, you know, ranks him up there with most owners. But, uh, you know, he, he wants this, uh, you know, he wants a championship, you know, here, here in the fourth quarter worse than, uh, worse than anybody can imagine. And, you know, I'm not so sure. I know I've uh, seen varying uh, comments that he's made. But, uh, you know, when we've talked internally, I know there's a lot of things he'd trade, uh, you know, that have happened good to us, uh, you know, for another championship what is is, oh uh, oh, go ahead jeffrey
2: what is your evaluation of the defensive coaching staff so far this year and over the end of this season what does success or progress look for for them yeah
1: you know we'll get into all that when the season's over right now we're trying to get better each week uh you know we've, we've had some you know at points in the season where you know you really feel like you're making making some progress and you know they You know, hats off to them last week. We really had some challenges there. Uh, We started uh, two of our practice squad cornerbacks and ended up with the last two that we pulled up, practice squad cornerbacks, and uh, obviously navigated those waters and answered challenges. There's been other times, you know, where we've had challenges where we didn't. Obviously, uh, you know, you saw last week when you get turnovers uh, what can happen for you. And uh, we certainly won that turnover battle big. We got way out in front. And, you know, good things happen to you. Unfortunately, we've been on the wrong end of that turnover battle way too many times. And uh, certainly, uh, you know, it's probably why we're in the shape we're in this year. Uh, You know, it's just, uh, one, not being able to create turnovers and, two, not protecting the ball well enough uh, throughout the season. But uh, uh, certainly, uh, you know, we want to see improvement from this team. And that's why winning games is so important. I know a lot of people are very concerned about you know, draft picks and things of that nature. That's not what we're about. We're mathematically, uh, albeit a long shot, uh, uh, still in the uh, playoff picture. And then, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we want, uh, we just feel like it's more important for our organization right now uh, to have momentum uh, as we finish up the season. So, you know, a strong finish would be big, big, big for uh, our organization.
0: And it would be fun to to stack up some wins here, Uh, and we'll talk more about this matchup here shortly. I I would like to go back uh, and visit another dynamic with Jerry that I'm sure you have an interesting perspective on, and it's this narrative. Well, let me ask you this. Is it important the players see the coach as the boss instead of the GM? How's that really go? And have Cowboys players viewed the coach as the boss, or do they see it as we just need to keep Jerry happy?
1: I don't see that as an issue at all. I mean, we've had a lot of success with this, uh, with uh, with our teams over the 30 years. We've won Super Bowls. We've won at NFCs. We've had uh, great championships. We've had great coaches here from Jimmy to Switzer to Bill Parcells to uh, Coach Phillips to Jason. And now Mike, who's had, you know, a ton of success in his career in terms of, uh, you know, year after year, getting his team in the playoffs, getting the conference championship games, winning Super Bowls. Uh, you know, we just don't see, uh, you know, any of the issues that you're, you're bringing up here as an issue. I think our, our players ultimately know, uh, you know, they're, they're playing for their head coach. And uh, they also know there's, uh, like, like any organization, there's, there's uh, a general managers and there's owners that also, uh, you know, can step in at any point. And that's true with any organization.
3: And, Steven, it, it looks like, and get back on the, the football side of things, so it looks like you're getting some good medical information back on Diggs, Biotis, those guys getting it back in practice. Uh, plan going forward is uh, all hands on deck. Let's see how these uh, kids kind of finish out the year for you.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, getting these young guys more and more reps is so important. Uh, you know, one of the, the pluses that has come from, you know, our challenges on the injury front is a lot of young players are getting reps. And, uh, you know, whether that's a a steal and a night out at tackle, whether that's uh, the young corners we played with last week, whether that's C.D. Lamb or or Diggs or Gallimore or or Biotich or, or, uh, you know, any of our other young players that we have, you know, it's a real plus because, uh, as we all know, the way our system works, our players certainly uh, share uh, with the salary cap in terms of, uh, you know, when we've had, great prosperity in our league at the same time we've obviously had some economic challenges uh we certainly know our stadiums aren't full and certainly that'll affect our salary caps. so to have young players uh you know that we're developing here this year uh that have had to step in and play will be big pluses for us uh, as we know that uh you know to what degree we don't know yet but the salary cap certainly uh is not going to build and climb like it's traditionally done, especially here in the short term.
2: Steven, with uh, Ezekiel Elliott, it sounds like that he's a little behind where he was a week ago, but that he's going to try to play. Do you guys worry about that at all? Or does if he feels like he can go, he can go? Because that's a big guy that you've got an you know, investment every, in. every
1: injury is different. Um, I think, uh, you know, at the end of the day, though, uh, you know, we're never going to put a player in harm's way if it could, uh, you know, certainly uh, – not only get worse, but be something that's, uh, you know, not smart to have a player out there. But, you know, we found over the years, Demarcus Lawrence did it there. Uh, even when he was in contract years, you find that your your great players will step up and play when they're, uh, you know, quite a bit less than 100%. And they're certainly not going to talk about it. Zeke's the last guy who would say something. Uh, you know, we Zach Martin, I've seen him do it uh, game and game again where he's far from 100%. Uh, D-Law, uh, as I mentioned, you know, these guys are just pros. And, uh, you know, they're committed to their teams, period, the end of discussion. And, you know, that's what I admire so much about Zeke. He's a competitor, and, you know, he wants to be out there with his teammates barring something that, uh, you know, he either just can't go or it's certainly not anybody's best interest for him to be out there.
2: All right, Stephen, I have a rule that I ask three dumb questions in every interview, and I've only done two. So my third one is... If you had never gotten into football, what do you think you would be doing in life?
1: Well, I was in the oil and gas business. I was an engineer in college and, uh, and went into the oil and gas business. And as you know, we, our family still uh, you know, is involved in the oil business and the real estate business. So, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure I'd be doing that uh, if I weren't involved. But we've been so blessed. Our family has. I have been. Uh, my dad has. My brother and sister you know, to get to be involved uh, in the NFL, to get to be involved with the Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, it's not always going to be, uh, you know, you're going to have years like this where, you know, you, you sometimes think, boy, this is uh, difficult. But then you pinch yourself and you say, my gosh, we're getting to be involved, you know, in sports, uh, which we love as a family. We're getting to be involved at the highest level, which certainly is the NFL uh, and in particular the Dallas Cowboys and, you know, you count your blessings. Certainly this time of year around Thanksgiving and Christmas, uh, you just feel blessed, uh, you know, that you get the opportunity. And, you know, one thing Jerry's preached from the day he walked in the door, certainly to myself, uh, you know, our family is, you know, we want to leave the Cowboys in a better place, uh, you know, than when we found them. And uh, certainly, you know, things have gone well for us. I think the Cowboys had two championships, our family, you know, we've been able to deliver three. It's certainly not enough in our mind. We want more. Uh, you know, we have a brand-new stadium at AT&T Stadium. We have the Star, uh, which is a premier practice facility. And, you know, our goal is to keep looking for ways to make uh, not only uh, the NFL better, uh, I mean, the Cowboys better, but also the NFL better. And we'll continue to strive to do that. So, very blessed to be a part of it, but certainly feel very accountable Uh to continue to improve, and certainly we owe it to our fans to uh, you know, do a better job in delivering uh, championship-caliber uh, football teams.
3: Well, Steve, I'd like to go on record and say there's nobody that throws a better holiday party than the Jones family. That's one thing yeah. I, I I will I was always grateful for, working with you guys. So, uh, a happy holidays to you, sir. Really, really mean that.
1: Well, we appreciate it, and it's a shame. As we all know, we're not able to do those type of things this year. It's, it's a heck of
3: a deal. Culture, and <laughs> yeah.
1: And so uh, we, we miss that. We miss being with our employees, but they also understand, you know, the situation that we're in. And we're, our prayers go out to all the families that are, you know, have their struggles with the virus and the things that have come with it. But uh, we certainly count our blessings and certainly fortunate to have our employees, our players, our staff, our fans, and I certainly wish them the best.
0: Great stuff. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. Merry Christmas to you and the Jones family.
1: Merry Christmas to you guys. Always a a treat being on with you.